Welcome to episode 28 of the Face of the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. How you doing today, man? I'm here, bro. Yourself? I'm here. I'm here <laughs> as much as much as I can be, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let me. It's been it's been crazy the last week, you know. Yeah, that, crazy is an understatement in this yeah. in this climate and everything. But it's really been all that's really been consuming my my mind right now. Is the situation the George Floyd situation we have going on right now? So, um, you know, last week I woke up. It was all I saw all over the place was the video of him dying. And first thing I thought about was I can't watch another one. I, I So the first time I it came on my feet, I didn't watch it. Because I was like, I can't watch another one of these. I mean, two podcasts ago, we were just talking about Sean Reed and Ahmad. Like, you know what I'm saying? We were just we, we were just having this conversation. And I just felt like this is just too much right now. Like, I feel like we're in just the same repetitive cycle of having to go through the same things over and over again. And it's frustrating and it's tiring. It's exhausting. It yeah, I feel all just that, gives you just, just a, just, just, a, just a bad feeling in your heart. And man, like when I finally did watch it because I was seeing it so much and then I went on, on Instagram and then I saw Steven Jackson, I saw his post it was like, I woke up this morning to my brother being killed. You know what I'm saying? On Instagram. So then I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta see what happened. And I immediately started crying. I immediately was upset. And the same day, I was literally afraid to leave my house to even go to work. I didn't even want to leave the house, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it was so much that was going on in my mind. And then to see the reaction from everybody. And for me, like this one, this situation particularly feels, has felt so much different than all of the other ones. And, you know, I can't really put my finger as to why. It's not the first video we've seen of a guy getting killed. It's not the first time we've seen cops or law enforcement not care about somebody's life that they're potentially about to take. Just I, I really don't know, Mills. I really can't put my finger on it. But whatever it is, it felt different. You know, it just felt just like my heart was just, like, shattered. I was just, like, devastated. And... The last week's been, it's been hard on all of us, I think. Everybody in the black community and everybody not in the black community that is supporting. I think everybody's really been finding out a lot about their family and their friends. And maybe even a lot about themselves. As far as how to handle the situation and how to move move on from it. There is a problem. There's a clear problem here with the police brutality. The, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Mills? The, um, the system, the system, the uh, profiling that happens every single day, and it's 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 systematic, and it's been happening for hundreds and hundreds of years. And this one really, people were really fed up after this one. Like this was like the start of Bertha Camel's back, I guess. You know, as far as black people getting killed and being mistreated in this country, and. I don't want to say I'm glad that it's all happening because George Floyd lost his life, but I'm glad that the conversations have been going on, at least for now. I'm glad that people are finding out who people really are now. I'm glad I'm finding out how some of the people around me feel and how they think. And 
I just want everything to just get better. I mean, last week, if we would have done this show last week, I would have been on here yelling and screaming, you know, the way the way I was feeling last week when we was talking. I'm right with you on that You one. know, I was I, I, I had planned to come on, on, the, on here, and I was really going to let loose, like really, really, like, let loose. And, uh, you know, talking to my parents, talking to you guys over the last week or so, I've been able to, to calm down and, and collect my thoughts. And I'm still at a loss of words. It's kind of numbing situation. It's kind of numbing. It's like, it's just like, damn. Like, all I keep saying to myself is like, like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, what is going on? Like, when, when is, when is there a change that's going to be happening? Like, I shouldn't have to ever be afraid to leave my house because I'm worried about getting pulled over. You know what I mean? And my parents shouldn't have to worry about that. My my girlfriend shouldn't have to worry about that, you know? But it but it's very real. And and people need to understand that doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter you're a college graduate, non-college graduate, got a good paying job, no job at all. It doesn't matter. Black people are, are facing these kind of brutalities every single day. Every time we step out the door, we don't know what's going to happen to us in this country. Point blank, period. I can't put it any more plain and simple than that. And for all the people that don't want to want to realize that and, and accept that for what it is, you're part of the problem. And like when you see the things that people have to say in the, in the, in the midst of this whole situation, the fact that people are still trying to deny that there is a problem to me just shows how far away we really, really are from something from a real change. Like we're still very, very far from 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 change because some people will never see anything wrong with it ever, or will only see those people are looting or those people are are, are breaking things, but don't want to peel back the layers of this and and really take a deep dive into it. And like to me, like why don't people want to make their their country better? Everyone, so you know, America this, America that. Why wouldn't you want to make America better for everybody else that lives here? Yeah, especially with like the slogan "Make America Great Again." You know what I mean? So, by. so it's like you saying you saying all this, and we're and, you, and you're fighting to, or we're fighting to actually make the country a place where where it is a great, and you, we don't have to worry about all the things you just said. Yeah, man. But when when you bring up something that's going on like this today, the first thing people that don't see what we're saying is, oh, well. Looting and rioting is bad. It's like, all right, that's not the issue. We understand that. We get that part. We're we're not all we're not here advocating to to go in and destroy businesses and to destroy um anything for that matter, whether it be cars or whatever the case may be. But to me, the looting and the protesting is really just an outcry for help. Yeah, that's what it is to me. Stop looking at it as pe- people want to go out and destroy things. People. Think that this is the only way that they, that they can get change. This is the only way I'm going to pay attention to us if we break if we break some shit. You know, we tried the, the, the peaceful protesting like Kaepernick did. People didn't like that either. So what do y'all want us to do? At the end of the day, is how I feel. Like what 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 do people expect the black community and people that support it to do? You know, because everybody has something to say about what's going on, but I've yet to hear a solution from anybody. What's the solution? You know. No, nobody, nobody has a solution. And, and my thing is, the biggest thing with this is like, 
every time we do something, it's like that's not the right way to do it. Right. So, so what what is the right way to do it? If, right. If, if you if you if you have so many problems and issues with the way we react to our emotions and the, and the oppression that our people have for the last four hundred years in this country, give us a, give us give us a way to do it then. Mm-hmm. And every time I pose that question to people, and I'm like, all right, so if this is not the right way, what is the right way? They never can give me an answer. They'll be like, "Oh, well, we can start with peaceful protests." It's like, "Nah, bro, we didn't. We don't did that over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again repeatedly, and that obviously didn't get the message across. So, when you repeatedly try to be peaceful and you still get downplayed about your thoughts and, and your feelings about how you have to live on a daily basis." Bro, th- this was bound to happen. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, this situation was a ticking time bomb. And people people want to say, oh, this is a revolution. Well, bro, I don't even think this is the revolution. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. hmm Because what about Breonna Taylor? What about um, Freddie Gray? What about Sandra Bland and all those people that, that went through the stuff before this George Floyd incident? Like, we tried a peaceful protest then, and, and and y'all didn't 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 want to see what we had to say then. So it's like, you how can you be mad? Yeah. And 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 for all the people that say all lives matter, if all lives matter, bro, you should you should be okay with what's going on then. All right. Because if that's the case, and you're saying, oh, all lives matter, oh, black lives matter, all lives matter, then you should have no issue with what's going on. You should want this to happen so change comes. Yeah. And. Like I said, sometimes if you want reform or you want to change the system, you have to destruct the system that's in place. Mm-hmm. And destructing the system that's in place allows for one thing to happen, for you to rebuild it. So that's how I look at it. This right here, the destruction of what's the, 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 what's going on is, is an effort to, one, bring awareness, two, to pick apart and break down the system that was put in place to oppress our people. And now with this going on, it's going to force the government's hand, bro. It's going to force the people in power's hand to be like, all right, do we really want our city to go through this again? Do you really want our establishments to burn down again? Do we really want to lose this much money again? Cause that's at the end of the day in a on a country like ours, the, the bread is what matters. So, yeah, this is a capitalist country. It's a capitalist bro. country. So when you mess with somebody's money, they're gonna they're gonna either well, it's not either they're gonna they're gonna have to try to make a change because they don't want to lose bread. Right. So, and no, I'm not condoning the the looting and rioting and all that stuff, but I ain't gonna say not to do it. Right. Because I can't tell. I can't, I can't. I understand it. I don't like it, but I I understand it, especially to the people that live in in, in oppressed neighborhoods, right? That are, have to deal with this literally on a daily basis, you know, to have cops patrolling our neighborhoods all the time. Even me and you, we don't have to go through that, you know? Imagine, like, people like, like let's just take Philly because it's right there or Camden somewhere where there's constantly cops riding around constantly all day just just, just waiting for you to do something. Or maybe they just want to fuck with you on that particular day. Or maybe they just had a bad day. You know what I'm saying? To me, the most disturbing thing about this whole situation is like we're trying to make a better lives for ourselves, right? We're trying to we're trying to make it just a little bit easier on us, right? It's already hard enough. We trying to at least get the police off our asses. 
And that's what people don't realize. How can you guys not understand? I don't want to keep saying you guys. Nah, I say you guys. I'm, how can people not understand that we are just trying to make a better lives for ourselves? For us, for our future kids, for their kids. We're trying to make a better life here. We're not trying to make anybody's life more difficult. We're trying to make our lives a little bit easier because it's already hard enough. When I see people saying things online like anybody can get out the hood if they want. Anybody can have a successful life if they want. Bullshit. Okay? You you have no clue. You literally have no clue how hard it is for people in these oppressed neighborhoods to be able to, to come out. So look at our parents, for example. Where they came from to where they are now, you know how hard they had to work? How much harder they had to work than the next man because just because they're black. And that's a fact. That's an inarguable fact. It's facts. So I don't understand how people can sit there and not even take the time to try and understand. Like, you're not even sitting there trying to understand. You just like, pretty much, fuck it. Fuck y'all. Fuck them. That's how I look at it. Yep. And it's just, it's just disturbing, bro. Like, all this hate is just disturbing. And, And the crazy thing is when you, like you were talking about earlier, you see people's true colors when situations like this arise. And it's like, at this point in time, like, in the past, it's like, all right. Like when past situations come, it's like, all right, you don't want to, we didn't really necessarily want to draw that line in the sand because we have, obviously have friends of different races mm-hmm. and ethnicities, but it's like this time around, I feel like maybe because we're older and we actually like see the, see the situation for what it is. I tell people all the time when the Trayvon Martin situation happened, we was teenagers, bro. We were teenagers. Yep. You know what I mean? And that was probably like the real first instance that we visually saw an unarmed black person get killed and the killer get away with it. Yeah. You for us, me? for us. That's, yes. what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying for us. And we were like, and that was like a real shock to us. Like, how could something like this happen? And we're like, all right, that, that, that can't happen again. There's no way it's going to happen again. Then it happened again and again and again and again. Yeah. And, now, and, now, and now we're here and you have a man in George Floyd Whatever he may did, counterfeit twenty dollar bill, whatever maybe that doesn't justify what happened to him on, on that day. And for him, and for us to see the the footage of him screaming and crying for his yeah, for, for for his for his life, for his life, for his mother, and it's like, it's hard dang. to watch, bro. And then for, for and the thing that like I tell people all the time, the thing that that bugged bugged me out the most, other than the knee on the neck, was. The Asian cop that was standing right there and saw nothing wrong with what was going on. Just you, stand, you, with his all, hands in his pockets. All you, all you had to do was say, bro, get off, get off his knee. He can't breathe. Mm-hmm. That's type, that type of thing. But now nah, you, because you, whatever you were, your rookie cop, you didn't want to, it's like, bro, your, your first job is to protect and serve. Yeah, you, aren't, you aren't protecting George Floyd when when you're cutting off his circulation. You feel me? You aren't protecting, you ain't serving the community when you're sitting there letting the, the community that that that's in there recording, watch a man die in front of your eyes in the police's hands. Like, yeah. what do you, what do you think that does to your community? You say you're trying to keep your community safe. Don't you think that doing that in front of the masses of people is going to cause chaos, which right. it did. Right. And now and now and now people want to say, oh, oh, I should have believed Cap when when he took that knee four years ago, bro. It's too fucking late. Yeah. Like, it's too late. Don't don't tell us to peacefully protest now. Yeah. Don't. We've been trying that for years. Did y'all see the civil rights movement? Do y'all even know what that's about? Like, and then and then for all the people who say, "Oh, Martin Luther King peaceful protest." Yeah, well, he got assassinated. So, yeah. it's and like, that's another thing. The 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 figureheads 
of our leadership that try to make change, y'all kill them all. You know, they all get they all get assassinated. All of them. You can go back through the history and see that Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, MLK. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. You know, it's just, it's just frustrating when you try to. It's like my, I'm to the point where I'm tired of explaining stuff. To yeah, people, bro. bro. I'm tired of explaining. I'm tired of because I was telling I was telling someone the other day. Well, stuff like this is very traumatizing, and you and they they will never understand that. Because when you see when you like you say when you see George Floyd or Freddie Gray, or even a Sandra Bland, but I'm, I'm I'll talk about the men right now because we're black men. Mm-hmm. It's like you see yourself, and I was telling and Julian brought it up too. That could be any one of us run, running down a say say it was Ahmaud Arbery. Any one that of situation, us. That situation, Arbery. We we're athletes. We run we run all the time. Work out. And to get chased down the to get chased down the street and gunned down, yeah, bro. Because because someone thinks you don't belong in the neighborhood, yeah, bro. You got to put it in perspective like this. I'll, I'll I'll put it to people like this so that maybe they can understand a little bit of the things that we have to at least think about. So you know how we all linked up was two weeks ago, a week a week or two ago, right? We all met up and had dinner together. Before we met. Me and Julian were talking about, you know, what we could do. And he was like, we should go for a walk. I literally said to him, I don't think it would be smart for six black guys to go on a walk, especially when four of us showed up wearing all black, even though it was bright outside. Somebody might get uncomfortable. Then, God forbid, you know what I'm saying? We just got it better, better safe than sorry. But the fact that I even had to take it to that level of thinking well, thinking, damn, well, six of us, six black guys, all big black guys. You know, what is somebody going to think? That we're all thugs? That we're about looking for somebody? Who knows what somebody's going to think? Yeah. We're better off safe, staying in here and chilling. We should never have to, I should never have to even have that thought run through my mind, bro. Especially not in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Like, our families or society tells us you need to move out of the hood to get away from all the inner city BS, right? That you have to deal with. But still, it doesn't matter where you are. It's inescapable, you know? Yeah, my thing is, like you said, putting things in perspective. I'm going to put things in perspective about what it is to be black in America. Being this being black in America is being 25 years old and your mother still having to check on you every hour because she doesn't know if you're going to make it home safely with everything going on in the country. Mm-hmm. Being black in America is... Having um, being black in America is, is having is, is having the ability is not having the ability to feel safe at a routine traffic stop in your own neighborhood and getting racially profiled and having cops ask you what are you doing here when you grew up in a town your whole life. Mm-hmm. Being being racially profiled is not having the ability to to do a peaceful protest and have your voices be heard. You get me? Being racially profiled is when you get stopped for whatever it may be having to think twice of man- maneuvering, even reaching for identification because in fear of you getting shot down yep. because the police officers are looking for any reason to pull the trigger on you just because of the color of your skin. Be- be- being being a black person in America is being looked at different, being treated different, being looked down upon all over something that you had no control over. Control over. We don't have control over the, the skin we come out in at birth. It's just it's just life, but people who never lived in our shoes will never understand that. You feel me? And like I said, it always ticks me off when people who sit in a position of privilege 
want to tell people that are oppressed how to react or or get equality in situations like this like how how can how can you in a position of privilege tell me how to react when you've never been through the things I've been through well let's talk about that word privilege because that's what seems to tick a lot of white people off right let's talk about at least what I mean when I talk about white privilege right when I say white privilege I don't mean that you never went through anything hard in your life and that your life's been a cakewalk exactly, and that it's been easy for you what I mean is you can't relate to me when it comes to being profiled when it comes to being stereotyped when it comes to my seeing my people getting killed and oppressed every day, you can't relate to that. That's your privilege right there because you don't have to deal with that shit on a daily basis. You don't have to be worried about everything you just listed. White people do not have to worry about that. That's your that list is your privilege right there. That is white privilege. That's just the beginning of the, that's just the beginning of the list. There's a, there's a bunch of other things that I didn't even state, but those were just the first things that came to my mind. And it's like I'm speaking I'm speaking calmly right now, but I'm very frustrated inside, very I'm saying emotional, like. I don't know about you, but my but my mental toll has been like on a thousand. I'm exhausted, like, bro. Exhausted. Like I'm. I've been getting migraines, bro, all week, bro. And I, I haven't had a migraine in like two or three months, bro. And I've been getting migraines, and like I thought it was because of the weather, because it's been hot and it's been like that thick rain. But it's some stress, bro, because I'm stressed out and I'm tired, bro. I'm tired. I'm tired of having to argue with people every day to to try and get them to understand. At the point, it's just like you know what? If you ain't gonna get it, you ain't gonna get it, bro. And you know. That's also something that we have to realize is that not everybody's going to want to change. We can sit there and we can throw all the facts in their face, all the videos, all the statistics, everything. It's not going to matter to everybody, bro. People got to want to change themselves to want to change, and you're not going to change everybody. That's just a fact of it. You hit it right on the head. You can't change. Like, there's everybody's not going to want to change because right. as long as they're blind or naive to the situation or ignorant to the situation, which I don't know how you can be ignorant to the situation right. when it's right broadcasting on national Do you know television. how? Because you don't want to be. That's why. Because you don't want to be hip to the situation. You don't want to be. You want things to stay the way they are. Y'all stay over there. We stay over here. It's weird because even going from, from Philly to South Jersey in the suburbs, I never had an issue with white people growing up, ever. Not a single one, bro. We was the only white family on our street when we moved over here, bro. Not a, not a problem with with not not a single person, so it's like dang, like where do y'all draw the line with all this hate, bro? And then and then we as as black guys also have to have to realize that just because a white person might fuck with us doesn't mean they yeah you know what I mean doesn't mean they that's, fuck with that, black people. That, that's the, that's the sad truth. They I might saw, just like me and you. They I, might like Miles and Shannon, but they might not like the whole squad or all of us in the school or whatever the case may and be. And I saw a tweet about that the other day. It's like, you starting to realize that maybe, maybe your so-called friends don't, don't really like, but they just like you. I heard that for the first time. My girlfriend said that to me for the first time last week. When I tell you, like, I was like, damn, I never really even thought about it like that. I never even thought about it that way. And you think about how, damn, like, then you start thinking like, damn, you start going through all the people, you know, like, damn, I think the thing that, that stuck out to me the most was when the whole George Floyd thing came up, the Ahmaud Arbery situation came up, all like, one, all all the black women that I know, like, close to me, reached out to me and said, how are you feeling about the situation? How's your mental toll? Because I'm saying something we see over and over again televised, like, mm-hmm. black men getting gunned down. And then you guys, obviously, my circle of friends, majority, um, Black males reached out in the group chat, 
how y'all doing? Like, what's, what's your mental state? We had, we sat there, like you said, ate at um, Julian's crib, that type of thing. But it it was few and far between when it came to my white friends, bro. Yeah, and it's like I don't. It's it's hard, it's, it's low key yeah. like hard to even call them friends right now because yeah. like, dang, if if you really cared about my well being, you you would at least you. you would at least reach out. Like, what are your thoughts on the situation? Yeah. And, and how, how are you dealing with this situation? Don't get me wrong. Like, some of them did. Mm-hmm. You feel me? There's a few girls that reached out. I can't, I don't, I can't really come off the top of how many, I think maybe one or two You expected guys, more. You expected guys a lot more. That, that, even, like, even teammates I play with, that, that, that looks like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you, you, it's like, it felt like, it feels like y'all, they only kind of, like, not put up with us, but put up with us. And like, right. they really don't really, when it comes right. down, when it comes to that, like I talked about at the beginning of the of the episode drawing that line to the sand when that line's drawn in the sand and don't we've been told this all the time when it gets the lines drawn in the sand you gonna really see who your friends are and, and picking sides and I'm sure your your mom and dad have said that to you like they gonna choose their side no yeah. matter what it's like yeah. it's hard it's sad that it comes to this but yeah. that's that's a, that was the first I was like it's really reality like dang yeah. like it's yeah it's an eye opener and, and shout out to all the people all the white people out there that have been checking on your black friends I mean shout out to my 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 two true true my two true real my guy my white boy friends man my my guys Ben and Barry man I mean like they reached out to me and like when I tell you when they were talking to me I could like I could feel I could feel the shame in their voice I could yeah. feel the embarrassment on their part and I could feel I could feel the hurt in them you know what I'm saying it was just genuine and I was able to have a nice long talk with the both of them you know just really them asking me questions and me just kind of just putting them on game. And then asking what they can do to help. Shout out to everyone, anybody out there that's doing that, because that support means a lot. And if anything's going to change, we're going to need y'all support. And, and my thing, and also to that testament too. Like I've seen a lot of people, like on like the Facebook, who who were standing up for what's right, and their families are just bashing them. Yeah, like bro. On, on social media, like bashing them on social media, and they're not even saying nothing wrong. Right. All they're saying is. There should be justice. There should be equality. The stuff that's going on is wrong, and I've seen it in a lot of comment sections of posts, and their their families that are older, not even just older, but the same age maybe, they're like, oh, what about the looting? What about the riot? And police, police need safety too. It's like, well, when you say that, it's like this. It's like, look, it's like it's like this, bro. And nothing against, like nothing against your idea. I mean, I can't even say nothing against your ideology because that 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 thought process is wrong to me. It's like, bro, I'm gonna put it to you like this. Yeah, their lives matter, bro. But at the end of the day, being a police officer is an option. You don't have to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. Being a black person is not an option for us. We don't have the choice to take on a put on a blue suit and take it off at, when we get home, bro. This is a, this is life. Yep. You feel me? And, that, and that's what they. I feel like people fail to realize. If if you feel as a police officer, if you feel your job is too dangerous or your life's at risk, you already you have the option to resign and go find a different profession. We don't have that option to resign from being a black person and, no. and find a different race or ethnicity no. to be. So no. it's like that's what you that's what you got to really put into perspective. Yeah, man. And, and when we say Black Lives Matter, we're not saying the rest of the people don't matter. We saying at this point in time, it's time for things to change in society. It's time. It's time for people to really wake up. And. All the people that are complaining about rioting and looting, that, bro, our country was built on rioting and looting. Yeah, bro. So I don't, I don't want to hear none of that. Come on, man. I mean, we can go in history books and see when, when, what happened when the people from Europe got here. 
That's what, that's what I'm trying when to say. When they first got here, what did they do? Killed everybody. Took their land. Straight yeah. up. So, and, and all the people that saying, oh, that wasn't me. That Bro, it doesn't matter if it was you. It's it's It was, it was like you said, it's called systematic oppression, bro. It's, it started back then and continued and evolved. Yeah, bro. You may not see it so blatantly in 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 front of us like that when it comes to other things, but it's there. Yeah. It's there when it comes down to crimes that happen and, and, and people getting worse penalties, people of color getting worse worse penalties than white people. It it, it, it comes down to whether, when, when a police officer pulls up to the scene, who's going to believe, this person or that person? Right. You feel me? So it's like, don't, don't tell me that, bro. Right, literally, don't, man. Don't tell like, me that. And then, and, and, then, and then, and then, also, if if it's not you, why are you so against the change that people want? Right. That's the question you have to ask yourself. Right. If that's not you, why why are you so against what's going on? It's deep, like it's deeper. It's deeper than what the surface is, and it's like, bro, as a collective, we're fed up, bro. It's it's so fed up. We're, we're fed up, and any and anybody don't see it, it's you're automatically an, an enemy, bro. Yeah, bro. And, and that's, I'm, that's I'm, how I'm, people are moving, and, I, and that's how people are moving, and I, and I and I can agree with that because at this point in time, if you can't see the right from wrong and things yeah, that are going bro. on, and everything's just political for you when it comes to, and because this is not about this is not about uh bread right now, it's not about other things, it's about proving that our lives matter, bro. And it's it's even hard to to even fathom that we have to prove that to people. Yeah, bro. Why do why do we have to prove to people that? We're worthy of being alive. We're Americans living, too, living, living, and it's not even. And we're saying, yeah, we're speaking from America's standpoint, and but this is all over the world, bro. Yeah. Someone put this in perspective, in terms of being black, bro. Being black when you travel, you gotta you gotta look to see how racist the country is before you. Oh, hundred percent, bro. And I guarantee no other people don't gotta white people don't gotta think about that. We're bro. hated so, worldwide, bro. It's like you gotta really. You gotta really think about. Uh, do I really want to take a? This place looks nice, but what are the people like there? Are, are we gonna be accepting when we step off that plane? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's a real thing. It is. It's not bro. stuff we're making up. Like it is a real thing. And it, and it's just. And that's the everyday. That, these are everyday battles that we gotta go through. And to get back to your point a couple points ago about seeing people arguing with people on Facebook, it's like. I, I'll see somebody like RH post something and I'll look at their comments and it'll be a lot of the people from the older generation. And I'm just like, this is another one of the problems right here. Cause you're passing these ideologies down to your kids who are going to pass it down to their kids who are going to pass it down to their kids. You see how that's just going to continue and continue and continue. You know what I mean? Like you learn that hate from home. That, that is taught. You don't wake up one day and feel that way. It's a fact. You, 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 that is taught. And that's generationally being passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down, you know? And that's a major issue. People have too much hate in their hearts is what it comes down to, man. People just have too much hate in their hearts. And it's time for everybody to wake up and realize that this is a fucked up ass country right now. Like, do you not see what's going on? And, and t- it it looks like a war zone in some of these cities right now. To your now. point, saying 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 it's a fucked up country right now, bro. And to all you people saying, well, telling us to well leave. It's like, nah, y'all brought us here. And we're Americans, motherfucker. I was born here. What do you bro, mean leave? That's what I'm saying. What you, you gonna tell you gonna tell the, the Native Americans to leave the land that you stole from them? Like, right. Nah, like y'all so, leave too. Then y'all, if you, why don't y'all y'all <laughs> y'all leave saying? too? That's what I'm trying to Take say. Y'all so. land. And that's and that's and that's where privilege comes into yeah, comes bro. into play. It's like. This is our country. 
We yeah. built this country. That's Bro, another one that I hate. We built America. Nah, get the fuck out of here. Nah, nah, nah. America was built on the backs of slaves. Don't get it twisted. And not only that, but you look in white culture and you see black culture everywhere. Mm. Even, even, even back to the, to, to the music in the old days That's where all the music come from, rock and roll, was made by black, the blues. That's all. That's all our stuff y'all stealing. You know what I mean? Don't don't say too much. You might offend them, bro. You might you might you might offend I'm giving, them. I'm giving it real right now, bro. <laughs> that this a fact. The influence dude. that we have on this country is paramount. You can't you can't dispute it. You can't. You know. And that's where you guys will will pay fifty thousand dollars to see a, a team full of black athletes play a sport. Come on, man. Oh. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah, let's go into that. Sp- speaking about that, I, I gain a lot of respect for for. Some of my coaches that have been speaking out, like I've seen a few of my old Juco coaches speaking out about everything, and like real in real life war, like verbal warfare on like Facebook and stuff. I've seen mm-hmm. one of my coaches, I'm not gonna like put his name out there, but I've seen him really like going verbal warfare, trying to prove to people why black people should have equality, bro. And I'm like, dang, if anything, y'all should be happy speaking up for the people he's coaching on a daily basis, mm-hmm. bro. Like and it was just sad to see, but like I, I like I already have re- mad respect for him because he's one of the people that I'm saying that helped me on my journey. But it's like I gained like a special, special place because it's like, bro, he literally going tick for tack. Like and he and he's standing ten toes down, bro. And it's like it shouldn't be that way. He shouldn't have to be trying to convince people he knows. Is he a black man? No, he's a white, white a white, wow. co- yeah, a white coach going. That's what I'm saying. He was, bro, he was going crazy. Like right. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. and I was like. Bro, I never, I never knew he had it in him. Right. Because like, I've known him since he was a young, young, young coach. Like when he first, like when he, when I was in Juco, bro, GA. he was like, he came in, he was like probably twenty six at the time, being, you feel me? And you can just see the growth, and it's like, it's like, dang, people really think like that. Not talking about him, but the people that were opposing what he was saying. And then on the flip side of that, it's like. I'm disappointed in some coaches that I've had that I, that I had high respect for that haven't spoke out. 80s haven't spoke out, bro. And it's like, and then I see, and I hear a teammate. I have teammates reaching out to me, bro, saying we feel a type of way because such and such didn't address this. How should we handle it? And I'm like, well, you got to bring it to their attention. If they don't, and it still becomes an issue, then you gotta you gotta make it known, bro. That you you gotta you gotta make it known in the right way. That, bro, the way you feel in that locker room or the way you feel walking around that building, bro. Is not safe or doesn't you got to let it be because you you don't want to be walking around the fear or fear, fear of one like your your life or the ideologies that they of a person you're playing for two that causes division within a program and, and, and can bring a whole program to turmoil because because coaches are afraid to tarnish the image in the light of somebody that mm-hmm. maybe he's hired them or or donating to the program, that type of thing. And it's just sad to see a lot of coaches across the country not speaking out, especially in basketball and football where it's predominantly black athletes that bring you revenue. Do you think that – let me ask. Let me just ask you, do you think that it's the responsibility of anybody in a place of leadership to say something? Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there, white people out there and black maybe, that don't feel comfortable speaking out. Because of the backlash that they're going to get, or like, like you said, for example, the coach you had, maybe he doesn't want to speak up because he doesn't want so and so kid that he's recruiting to see what he's saying. Now that kid doesn't want to come play for him no more. You understand what I'm saying, bro? bro I'm gonna put it to you like this. Let's put this. Let's put the situation. If a kid came out that's on your program and said some outlandish stuff. That was wrong, 
whatever be racist, committed a crazy crime, whatever it may be. The first thing coaches do and programs do is separate themselves from the problem. They mm-hmm. say, this is not the institution. This is not what we believe in. This was a, we, we talk to the player, whatever it may have been. We handle the actions. Um, punishments will be taken, whatever it was, whether it's team rules. That's that's the that's the script that every program goes by. Right. They separate themselves from the problem, saying this is not the ideologies, beliefs of the program, whatever it may be, and we're going to handle the situation accordingly. What is the difference now? What is the difference now? You, 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 they're not afraid to speak out then and say, oh, I'm against this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and separate themselves from that problem. And this is, this is a worldwide problem that's going on for, 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 a, for a long period of time, and you can't speak up and say, oh, this is wrong. This is not how our program operates. We are a welcoming program. We welcome all races, ethnicities, and, and black people in our, in our program are not thought of as less than. Mm-hmm. We don't condone anybody, and we don't recruit anybody that has those ideologies. Why is so, it so, why is it yeah. why, why is it so hard to say that? Yeah. Anytime it's something negative, all you, over it. It's all you're all over it. You PR teams clean up, mm-hmm. statements are made, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But yeah. when it when when something that's this is negative too, it's a global situation. Does it make you think that your lack of response for someone in that situation might make you think that they're siding with the opposition on it because they're not saying anything? Bro, I've been saying this bro, if you're silent in a time like this, bro, it makes me question what your beliefs are. Do you care about the? Do you care about? Do you care about the money that you're making that much that you can't speak up on a situation that right. that affects the people that are making you that money? Right. That, you, that's bro. what you got to think you. about. Like, like, bro, you wouldn't be in the position you are without the players that that are making you that bread. Right. So I think it is your duty to yeah. to speak up on a situation, especially you know, knowing where some of them come from. That's the you go you into know? you go into their home literally and sit with their parents and say. I will take care of your son and make sure he gets where he has to get to. Right. I will make sure your son feels safe in our program. Right. Bro, if you don't speak up on a situation like this, do you think I'm gonna feel safe in your program? Right. Um, do, I'm not do, gonna feel like you have my back. Do do I do 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 am I gonna am I gonna be more prone to go to war for you on the field and stand up for you when it's when game time's on the line? Right. Am I, practice. Am I gonna be more? Prone, am I gonna listen to you now because? Not that's gonna what that does is create resentment, rebellion, bro. Mm-hmm. I've seen it too many times. Yeah, it does. I've seen it from s- situations that are less than this. Just a coach saying they're going to do one thing, but don't do it. Mm-hmm. And that creates rebellion. Now, imagine what something like this can do to, to, to a player's psyche, especially coming from maybe, you said, a, a background that, that they've experienced something like this. You're not speaking because there's a lot of my teammates that come from backgrounds like that. It's like, saying. It's like they already have a, a, a thought process of how white people operate yeah. or people with different backgrounds um, operate. Mm-hmm. So when you don't speak up, it's gonna just make them think I was right about this person. I knew I should. You're putting your trust in, in into this person. Yeah, yeah, it's like so. It's like all right. I really don't. I'm just. I'm just a. I'm just a meal ticket for you. Yep. I'm just a dollar sign. That's what for I you. mean. Like, I'm. Am I just somebody here to help you win games? Is that what it's all about and, to and, you? And I've and I've had and I've had people text me, tell me that's how they feel. Like, like I knew they didn't really care about us. Mm. I knew. I knew. When a situation like this, they really don't care. But we've been through this. But I thought it might have been different this time. But right. I was wrong. Right. I get it. Bro. And I and I and I, I, I fe- and I felt back as like I can't really do much. I can I can try to help them guide and counsel like that, that type of thing. When it comes to this, how maybe you should handle it. Maybe you should sit down and have that one on one conversation with them. Mm-hmm. If you if this feeling continues to to um, arise in your body and in your mind, so but it's like. Cause you know, like I say over and over again, I'm you know me, I'm a very outspoken person. So if like if 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 I was in that situation, I'd be like, I would literally be making an issue to to make a statement, mm-hmm. and not just in a team room, bro. I'm talking like that's something that should be publicly said, right? 
Because if anything, that'll help your program, in my opinion. It'll bring everybody, help at least bring everybody together, you know, or at least start those dialogues if people are afraid to have them, which I feel like a lot of people are afraid to have those conversations, bro. They don't want to have them. You know, you, you try to start having a conversation with somebody and they get uncomfortable and they shut down. They don't want to talk about it no more, you know, and because I, I feel like a lot of people might be realizing shit about themselves. Like, damn, I might be a fucked up person for thinking the way that I think. And I think a lot of people don't like it. So they're just running from it. You know, like that ain't really got nothing to do with me. You know, that's between the black community and them, you know, they gonna have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? People are just kind of just maybe just trying to stay away. People don't want to, people don't want to, people don't like being uncomfortable. They don't bro, but got it. You got to have those tough talks. This, this situation is supposed to make you feel, if you feel uncomfortable, then you're a part of the problem. That's how I look at it. This this type of situation shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable. Like, that's my like. Think about that. If you're someone that believes in equality, people have an equal opportunity. A situation like this should not make you feel uncomfortable. And if it does, that means something within you is not right. Or or maybe you felt this way the whole time, and you know it, and you know it's wrong. But now you're just trying to be like, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, you know what's going on here is fucked up, but you don't, you just don't want to admit to it. Or you know what's been going on, but you don't want to, you just don't want to deal with it. You just simply don't want to deal with it. And it's just, it's just honestly, I won't say I'm surprised, but in some scenarios, in this situation, I'm just like, damn, I expected more from you. Yep. And yeah, I feel, bro. and I feel like that's been my thought process throughout this. It's like for a lot of different people, like, damn, yeah, I expected more from you. Yeah, bro. And that hurts, bro. And that's and, that's a that's a it's a tough pill to swallow. And, and I've seen like I've seen a lot of people on on social black people on social media tweeting, "Dang, I lost another friend today." Yeah, me too, bro. Screenshots, boom. Me too. And it's like, dang. And there are people that they they've been friends with these people for since youth, since they was youth. It's like, dang. Something like this really brings your true colors out. Yeah, bro. People are are losing friends, losing family members, losing co-workers left and right, bro. And my thing is, by telling people that lost lost these friends, these family, bro, they weren't really with you to be. You ain't with. need them. You don't need them. Like it's good. It's, I call it it's the proper the proper cleanse, the proper detox, bro. Yeah. Because that's that's bad energy that you really don't need around you at all. And but. I don't know, fam. It's like I'm just tired, yeah, bro. Too, I'm just tired of everything that's going on, and and but this, like I said, this is only the beginning, bro. Yeah, but we still a long ways away. It's only beginning, and and yeah, for the George Floyd um situation, all co- all the cops got charges, but people have to realize charges is the first step. You you need convictions, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bro. need convictions. Ahmaud Arbery's case, we need convictions. Breonna Taylor's case, we need convictions. Sandra Bland, we need convictions. All that stuff, bro. And it's like. Bro, and my thing is, we can't stop this until that happens. Mm. We're at the we're at the point where this stuff has to continue. Yeah, and I'm not, and like I said, I'll continue to say we're not condoning the killings or violence or people stealing that type of thing. But when your voice needs to be heard, your voice needs to be heard, bro. Yeah, bro. We're all about the awareness, spreading the awareness, and, bro. And, and my thing is, I put things in perspective too that of people that talk about the looting and all that stuff. Like, bro, if if the system just took care of the problem at hand, this would have never got to this point. Yeah, bro. 
you gotta think about all the stuff that led up to the point we're at now. And bro, if, think about how long this has been going on, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. We can go back to to the to the Rodney King of the '90s, bro. Clear video. The video is clear as day. This man's getting jumped by like ten officers, and they all got off, bro. Teeing off on them, and they got off. And they got off. How? How? How do you expect people after seeing something like that and other situations to not have resentment in their hearts towards white people, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. It ain't me, but I get it, bro. I get it. I'll forever understand it, bro. I'll forever understand yep. it. And it's like, I get it. And then another thing that ticks me off, because right now this this session, this session, this this podcast ain't about like the music today, none of that stuff. This is a session of of we want people to to hear how we feeling and, and, and almost like a venting session for us. But like another thing, another thing is just a few weeks ago, three two like two three weeks ago, people were. Going up to Capitol buildings with guns and stuff because yeah, they bro. couldn't they couldn't huh. go to, they couldn't get their hair done. Don't even get me started with this. They couldn't bullshit. they couldn't go work out. They couldn't do any. They're pushing cops on the pushing with guns with with loaded guns. And the in cops hands. and the cops stood there and not did didn't do a thing. But the moment you see someone walking down the street peacefully protesting, you want to you want to shoot tear gas. You're at uncomfortable. Them. You're uncomfortable. You don't you don't. This doesn't feel right. This they shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But it was okay not. To, but anytime it comes with your business or or you can't go get your nails with her, it's fine, bro. Yep. And and anybody that thinks that's okay, you're wrong, bro. You yeah. messed up in the head, bro. And it's like, if to to all my people out there that are, that are going to become cops, because I know a lot of people out there that are, that are becoming cops. If the sight of a black man makes you uncomfortable, do not being a cop is not the line of work for you, bro. Ever. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, I've seen it myself, and I'm. I just like a frat boy. People looking at me like I'm gonna do something to him. Are you kidding me? Mm. I don't want nothing to do with y'all. Mm. I'm not even like that. But all you see is my skin color, so you put me. You automatically put me in this box. What you think I could do to you? Like it, does, it doesn't matter if we. It doesn't matter if we. If we're in a suit and a tie, if we in a t-shirt and ball shorts, bro. The thought process is still the same for a lot of people, bro. And I always, I always ask people this, like. I just, I just think, not even ask people this. I think about this all the time. Like, why did it have to be our people, bro? Yeah, bro. Like, why did it have to be? Why did it? Why did? Why of all people in in the world, from the beginning of time, why did? Why was our people, the ones that were chosen to be oppressed across across the globe? And and you know what's a crazy issue when you have every other country in the world protesting in their streets. Yeah, for injustice and quality. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's and it's a sight to see because yeah, it's like, fi- it's like finally our voices are co- being heard, bro. Uplifting, bro. It's like fi- it's, it's it's like it's like finally it's like why did it, it's like dang why did it take all this? You even got the Amish folks out here. You when you got the Amish, they don't have they don't have internet or nothing like that, yeah, bro. bro. Got the Amish folks out here. You got people. You got people out here that that are putting their lives on the line because they, they finally understand and. I'll say this. I'll say this. Even though I don't understand why people didn't see uh, the protest or what like Cap was doing a while ago, like they didn't see the value behind it. I can appreciate the fact of some people publicly coming out and saying they were wrong about their thought process. Oh like yeah, and I don't agree. Like, like in terms of like, dang, I still don't know why it took you this long, but I can appreciate you saying I was 
I don't know why it took this long for me. I don't know why it took this to happen, but I, I, what kept, what I wish because they're, now they're wishing that what the yeah. peaceful protest was was what's going on now. But it's like yeah. now they see what's going on. It's like, dang, what you were saying was can't right. go back to taking knees now and and not you know. But like I keep saying, bro, it's too late for that, bro. Yeah, bro. It's too it's too late for for us to go back to taking knees, bro. Now we here knees, now. Knee, be, taking a knee was four years ago. Think be, about that, bro. Sit, people that sit, was four years ago. People sent to a national anthem. That was that was that was four years ago. Y'all y'all wanted to bash people. You wanted to tell LeBron and KD to shut up and dribble. Yeah, and because all y'all wanted to see was him. All y'all thought about was him going against the flag. When a, right when a military person was the one that told him to do it, but not looking past while he was really doing it. Which which is which is the whole thing that I just kept saying to people over and over again. Why is he doing it? Look at why he's doing it. Look at the reason that he's doing it for. All you see is him, oh, he's kneeling during the anthem while there's thousands of people out there buying hot dogs and hamburgers and, and taking shots while the anthem's going on. You, don't you know say, what I mean? You don't see nothing to them. Come on now. You know what? You know what? Because you, know, you know Twitter's a funny a funny place, bro. No matter what time it is, it's like someone said, I'm older now. I'm looking back. Why was why every morning was I sitting in and up pledging allegiance to a flag that don't, they don't, they yep. don't have allegiance to me? Yep. And that statement, I was like, dang. Every morning. We pledge allegiance to a flag in the country that don't stand in allegiance and in ties with us. That's why Cap was kneeling. That's literally what he said. He's like, I'm not going to stand for a, for a flag. I, I don't feel like America is doing its job with its constitutional rights, At pretty all. much. that that That's what he was trying to bring awareness to, peacefully. You know? That wasn't good enough. You know, now, you know, some shit then got broke, and niggas is getting rowdy in the streets. Mm. Now it's like... Can y'all go back to kneeling? We here now, bro. And I always, I always, tell, that was a statement I always say. Like when we, when we're getting, uh, we get ready to go on the football field. I just talk about, talk about teams. We here now, ain't no going back. We here, like there's no going back to that, bro. We here and that now, it's like the movements. They're giving people a choice. Now you have to deal with it. Now yeah. you got to deal with it. Now you got to talk about it now. Like, so now, now we're going to see, not what side. Well, now we're going to see how you think. We're gonna see how you think when things operate, and people, and then people want to give it. Well, with all the looting and rioting, um, the whole purpose is get is getting is getting um lost and lost and everything. That's go- no, it's not. No, it ain't. No, it's not. We we know exactly what's going on. Why why it's being done? Yeah. Y'all 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 want to use that as an excuse for to make people stop, but it's not gonna be an excuse for people to stop. And another thing, from my dear Philadelphia, bro. Mm. I love my city to death. I'll defend city of Philadelphia to the day I die, bro, over anybody. Talk about it. Over, I don't care. When it comes to talking about cities, you notice I want to go to Philly because that's my home. When it comes to everybody being outraged about this looting and this protesting, at least in the city of Philadelphia, y'all the same motherfuckers I saw the night the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Ready to tear the city to the fucking ground, bro. Mm. Out in the streets, flipping police, breaking cars. things, right. lighting things on fire, going crazy, acting like vigilantes out there in the streets because Eagles want to chip. Now, when it's bringing awareness to something, now it's a problem. Now, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's keep the same energy with everything, everybody. It's either gonna be a problem or it's not. You know what I'm saying? Wake the fuck up. That's that's my thing. Is why 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 was it not a problem when I was going on? It's because your team want to chip. So yeah, you, so. And that's, that's every city around the country, bro. Not just Philly, but I'm talking about Philly because it's it's that's home for me. Yeah. And that's every city around the country. When y'all win something, 
everybody's out in the, in the streets going crazy, going nuts. But when it comes to a protest, it's a problem. And then when you see cops are the ones that are breaking buildings and stuff like that, it's just like, what's really going on out here? You know, what's really, really going on out here? And that's 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 a hundred percent fact, bro. Because I brought that, I told you, I brought that very valid point up in a group chat, bro. And they didn't have no answer, bro. Which point? About the, the Eagles. Oh yeah, bro. Bro, when the Eagles miss me with that, bro. When the Eagles, when Eagles want to chip, bro, riots were happening. Yeah, bro. Riots were happening, and if people were like. Oh well, those people got arrested. It's not. A, it's not. It's not the fact that those people got arrested. It's like you guys did not make an issue of that of right. that happening. Right. It was a celebration. It was a celebration. <laughs> it was a celebration, was bro. Burning stuff and 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 climbing, breaking poles, breaking poles, glasses, yeah, bro. Doing different things was a celebration. Climbing on top of people's cars in the middle of traffic, breaking cars, all that. That it was a celebration for y'all, bro. Right. But 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 the moment we do something to bring awareness to a subject or or, or the problem at hand, y'all want to y'all want to cry wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all want right. to cry wolf and, and, and why is this going on? We don't do the, we don't do this in our city over here. Yes, you do. Yeah, yes, you do. I don't want I don't, I don't want to hear that ever. Like, oh, we don't do this. We don't do this. And I've seen too many videos. Like you said, we're talking about Philadelphia right now, but I'm sure this is happening in every other country. I mean, every other city. But we're talking about Philly, and I've seen plenty of videos happen where it's like white people come out. We don't we don't condone this in our neighborhood. We don't, bro. Yes, you do. Yeah, bro. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I can guarantee. I can guarantee you. I pull. I pull up. We could pull up the footage now of, of the Super Bowl celebration when Philly won, bro. And it was all over the city, bro. No matter what part of the city you went to, bro. North, South, Germantown, and they're they gonna say, and they're gonna, they gonna say, yeah, Philly fans aren't just aren't white. They're not just white. They're black people too. I know that. But the point of the matter is, we didn't say it was a problem. Then we're not saying it's a problem now. Y'all are the ones that are saying it was okay. Then and it's a problem now. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Just like then, we can't. We're not gonna tell people how to control their emotions of something they've been waiting for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like when that happened, we we're like, all right, we understand why you're doing that because you've been waiting so long for a Super Bowl to come to the city, right? Of course, exactly. You've been waiting bro. so long for the Super Bowl to come to the exactly. city, and now we've been waiting so long for 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 our rights to be rights in the country. Right. So so right. we doing the same thing. It's the same thing, bro. We we were fighting to win the championship, bro. We were fighting to win every year, fighting other fan bases, fighting against Joe Schmo, whoever. You know what I'm saying? So when we won. It was finally time to erupt. You know what I'm saying, and that's what happened. Yeah, and keep it, the it, same energy. That's what we're yeah. trying to do here. And we not, and we not because those are two different scales. This is way more. Am I, this is way more important than, than the chip. It's not even close. But we just had to put it in perspective for people to understand that, bro. You can't, you can't condone one and not condone the other. Yeah, agree, bro. Like, bro, agree. it's like everybody got to wake up, man. You know. While while we're sitting here just, you know, going down things that, that have been bothering us about this. Like I like like I said a little while ago, this kind of profiling and stuff is inescapable. I've I've seen people think that because me and you are nice guys, because we live in big houses, because we drive nice cars, oh, that doesn't happen to y'all. That can't happen to y'all. It's happened to me in this town before, bro. I was about to say the same. It happened to me. It happened to me and my brother and two other people in this town. In bro. this town, the town where we're known individuals, and it still happens. The suburbs. This is suburbia. This is suburbia. We're talking about. Ain't no criminals out here, but if, unless they white collar criminals, you know what I'm saying. Ain't no thugs out here. You know what I'm saying. Straight up. And if you and if you and if you think you a thug out here in the suburbs, you're faking it. Okay, <laughs> you're faking it. So. <laughs> like the profiling happens in your own town, you just got to be willing to accept it. Mm. 
you got to be willing to accept it. I seen I seen it when, when we first came over here, and, and my dad was trying to start basketball teams, bro. They would never give him opportunity because he's a black man trying to do something, yep. bro. And I, I and I seen it since the day he moved here, like, so I've never been blind to it. Yeah, bro. I always just wonder, like, why are they giving him such a hard time? You have other people doing the same thing, yep. and all he's trying to do, cause all he all he was trying, all he ever used basketball as a tool to get people, young young black kids, something to do so they're not getting in trouble. He that's all he ever tried to do. And he was good at what he did. But when he came here, like when he was in Kansas, they let him do it because it was a black community in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And they, you know what I'm saying, he thrived and helped a lot of kids get scholarships, that type of thing. He, We move over here, and he tries to do the same thing with, with me, you, all, our whole age group, and, and my brother's age group, sister, and all them. And they want to try to run him out the town. It's yep. like, bro, all he's trying to do is give people opportunities to succeed and keep them out of trouble. Yeah, bro. But y'all want to give him a hard time because of the color of his skin. They don't want us to succeed, Mills. They don't. They're afraid of us, bro. They're afraid of us in every way, shape, and form, bro. Period. I said what I said, and I mean it, and that's facts, bro. They're afraid of us in every aspect, but we walking down the street, they get scared. They get scared. For what? They, because they don't know what well, we're, we're capable of, 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 of fucking great things, bro. Of great things. That's why these people, they, they don't want to see us succeed, bro. They really don't. All the ones that are against all this, they don't want to see us be equal. When you think about that word equality, think about that word equality, bro. The word equality. They literally think that we're beneath them. Mm. We come from the same place, right? We all came into this world the same way. We're all going out the same way, bro. The story of all of our lives is going to end the same way in the ground. It's all going to end the same way, bro. We're all the same. That word equality, when you think about this in this situation, is crazy. Because it's like, dang, like, we got to fight for our equality in the country that we were brought to, in the country that we're all born in, and I got to fight to be equal in the country that I'm a, I'm a citizen here. And, and let's 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 and since we're talking about definitions, let's let's let's. I'm going to give everybody the definition of racism for all the people that don't think they're racist, whatever it may be. Definition of racism is prejudice, discrimination, or, or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So if you ever discriminated, talked down on somebody because you think they're, your race is better than them or for intention of saying, oh, you're not, you're not as good as us, you don't belong here, yeah. you're racist. Yep. If you never gave somebody an opportunity because of the color of skin, you're racist. If you never spoke up because you don't want to, if you because you don't want to uh, be the outcast in your group on on a on a situation that that pertains to someone of a different race, you're racist, bro. It's it's, it's just the fact of the matter. If you ever if, feel that way in your friend group, those those aren't your friends, man. That's that's what I'm trying to say, bro. Racism is just not coming out calling people different names and right. things, bro. There's there's many different forms of racism, bro, and and that's what I try to get people to understand. So it's like. I don't. I don't want to hear that no more, bro. Yeah, I'm man. not like that. I have a black, friend. bro. I don't want to hear that yeah. no more. Oh, I have a black, or from from the white. I have a black boyfriend. I don't want to hear that no Me more. Me either. If you, if you, especially the ones that oh, I have a, and they haven't said a word, bro. Which one? Do I have a black friend? No, nah, no. Nah, the girls that date black guys. Hey, and, and haven't. And that's have, another thing. I, bro. I, I've because I don't don't let me get y'all. Don't let me get, don't get me wrong about that. And there's 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 plenty of them. There's plenty of yeah. them. There's plenty. That, oh Ooh. oh, I can't I. I, I like I like um black guys. Da, da, bro, no, you don't. And, and people been telling, now nah, you like the aesthetic of the moment. You, you, whatever it's called, the fetish, whatever it may be. 
Yeah. But if you if this time, Nina, I haven't seen you seen a word. And there's a lot of y'all out there that you ain't said a word. But yeah. you 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 so proud to date a black. You so yeah. de- to have to show off. You date a black guy. That type of thing. I haven't said a word. You know, on the front lines. It's like. <laughs> Like I but said, I'm tired of it, bro. And in that same sentence, in that same sentence, <laughs> bro, I, I've always appreciated a black woman. But I, I even even more now, even more so now, and I'll continue to say this, bro. Black women are our backbone, bro. No matter where you put, no matter any way you put it, bro. Anytime something goes wrong with us, bro, they the first ones to speak up on the front lines, yeah, bro. They have to. No matter what, bro. They know so, they have to. So any and, and this is the all the black guys. Anytime you you say, "Oh, I don't like I don't I don't like dating black women, whatever, bro. I don't find them. It's like nah, bro. You mad disrespectful, bro. That's self hate, bro. Because anytime anytime something shit goes wrong, bro, they the first ones to speak on our behalf, bro. Yeah, man. And it's like y'all gotta y'all gotta y'all gotta wake up, bro. I gotta wake up. I'm not saying you, nobody can't date interracial nothing like that, but I'm just saying you gotta wake up to what's really going on, fam. You feel me? Like and then on the same sentence. The 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 um women that do have like black boyfriends that are of a different race and you are speaking up, keep doing so, bro. Keep doing so. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, we bro. need y'all. We you need everybody. Me? You feel me? That's 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 what's supposed to happen. But at the same time, like I said before, the ones that don't speak them are just what's the saying that you you, you want to be part of our culture but don't want to feel our blues, that type of thing, or whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever the quote was, bro. It's like that's a fact. Love our culture. Love, love, love our music. You love, you love our rhythm, but you don't, you don't want to feel our blues. It's like yeah, that's man. a fact, bro. That's one of the realest, the realest quotes I've ever heard. It's like you want to be, you want to, you want to be black or be a part of black culture so bad. So it's time to really be black. So, or oh stand yeah, up for the black you love culture. everything about it, but being black, bro. You want the, you want the, you want the men, you want the woman, you want, you want the whole, you want everything, besides being black. That's not, and that's. This is a lot of a lot of white people. If they were to live a day in a black person's shoes, they wouldn't survive, bro. They would be like, "Wow!" I mean, they would be like, "Wow!" This is this is insane. Like they, I think they'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck kind of shit is this?" Literally, they'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on here?" People go through that every day, bro. Every day. And this is like, man, that's the thing, but. And, and it did, like, and it, it, it couldn't go ahead. You had a, you had a thought. Like, you yeah, because I mean, just thinking about bringing kids into this world, bro. That's a conversation I have with someone the other day too. Bring that, you know what I mean? But I'd be fearful for that, bro. I'd be thinking about that all the time. It's like, because like I said, we also we get into that age where it's like it's about that time. So it's like, yeah, bro. how do you prepare your? How first of all, how do you prepare yourself yeah. to be a parent to to prepare your kid for the world, bro? Yeah, bro. Because you want to tell you want you the. You want to tell them that everybody's good and doesn't see, color, but but that's not the fact. It's, it's, you got to you got to tell them the reality of the situation. And that's another thing, bro. It's, it's crazy how fast black kids have to grow up because of the circumstances that they live in, bro. Oh yeah, oh and yeah, that's, bro. People don't want to have that conversation. It's crazy to see how quick black kids have to grow up in this world because of the circumstances of the situation. And I always and I always and I always tell people, bro. People in inner city poverty, black pe- black kids in inner city poverty areas. Bro, they grow up. They they're they're wise. They're wise beyond their age because of the circumstances and things they see on a daily basis. They have to be to survive. To survive, and that's su- pure survival instincts, bro. Mm-hmm. And and people really don't understand that. No, they don't. And it's like, and it, and it saddens me to see. It saddens me to see little black boys and little black girls having to walk on the protest, and they're fighting for their, fighting for their rights of equality at age four and five. 
when it shouldn't have to be their fight. It shouldn't be yeah, something bro. they have to fight for, bro. At that age, yeah. It's, and it's something. That, and something they're. Grind, it's something man. that they're exposed to at such an early age, bro. And it's like I seen a video of a, of a young girl. I think she was like, like six, bro. And she was sitting there like, it's wrong that that I I can't walk down the street and it's scary that type of thing. And I'm just like. And there was another video of another girl around the same age. She sent her crying to her dad. Like, why Why do people not like us because of the color of our skin? Yeah, bro. Like, why are they killing us because of the color of our skin? And then it's just like, dang. If stuff like that can't touch you emotionally in some way, shape, or form, then I don't know what will. Because, like, a lot of these videos I see, bro, just bring me to tears. Like, straight up. Just, like, just touches your heart, man. And just like, damn. Like, you, there's so much positivity out there. That you can you can, you can get very inspired, you can get very very inspired by by the things you see out here. That's why I think that everyone spreading the awareness, posting everything, places you can donate, uh, bi- uh, local businesses you can help, small businesses you can help. I think that stuff will, will go a long way in this whole process as well. We definitely need to, like I said, keep making people have these conversations, bro. Make, make make people talk about it, bro. And it, and it just can't end here, bro. Nah, it, can't. it has like, to keep going. It has to be a change because, like you said, like if we may not see a drastic change in, in our upbringing and time, but our kids may be able to, and their kids yeah. may be able to, and that's yeah, what we're pushing for at the end of the day because that's what our parents were pushing for. It got it got slight, maybe slightly better for than it was for them back then because now things are coming to the light. But and before them, their parents did the same thing. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a cycle that we, we got to sh- think about that too. Like we got to think about things that our grandparents and their grandparents had to go through in order for us to be able to have things we have today. Like something that my my grandfather, God rest his soul, was always big on was voting because mm-hmm. he was like there was a time where I was I couldn't vote. So he was like, no matter what I do, whenever I can vote, I make sure I go vote mm-hmm. because. He had to fight for that right to vote. And it don't matter who you, at the end of the day, I don't care who you vote for, just use your, Straight ex- up. express your ability to vote. You know what I'm saying? Express your right to vote, bro. And. <sighs> Knowing that, that, that our grandfathers and our grandmothers and all the way down the line had to, had to fight for these things. Of course, of course I'm going to fight because, because I owe it to them at least to at least try to try something. You know, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I'm going to at least try to make a difference, and I and I and I and I never really felt like this up until this situation. I've always wanted to do something, but now I'm like, I'm going to do something. Have to, you know, got to do something. Because we're we're in the position that we can do something. Got to and have to. And at the end of the day, it's not really about it's about us, but it's it's not necessarily just about us. It's about making the quality of life better for the people that come after us, bro. And and that's another thing why we fight so hard, and the um, the people, other people won't understand, bro. Because we want we want the people after us to have a way better quality of life, not have to worry about the things that we worry about on a daily basis. Yeah, man. And and that's just something I, I I think about all the time. It's something that that runs through my mind daily. It's like, how can I influence the people coming after me to make the world a better place? Right. And right now, all that other stuff, whatever it may be, doesn't really matter to me right now. And and if you if you come at me on some crazy, I might just snap on you, bro. Like not for the simple fact that you, but it's just like, bro, read the room. And I'm mm-hmm. talking. I'm gonna keep telling that to people that 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 are that that are talking to people that are going through stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Speaking more more so speaking about like the people in our community, like we're going through stuff mentally right now. So 
all that other stuff, all that other BS, we don't got time for it, bro. Nope. Whether it's in the workplace, whether it's from friends, whether it's in relationships, it's like, bro, we dealing with stuff right now mentally, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like you should be able to be sensitive to that and and understand what we're going through. So be careful how you come. Come correct. <laughs> yeah, come, come correct. Come correct, bro. And, and and it's not so much I want I want to have malice in my heart or have any type of negative energy, but it's like, bro, you should understand what's going on right yeah. now. And I'm gonna give you most of the time. I'm gonna give you opportunity to for me. I'm gonna give you one to be like, bro, I'm, or bro, sis, whatever it may be. Like, whoever's coming at it's like, I don't got okay. time for that right now. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, when the time comes, we can have a conversation about this. Have a conversation, but like right now, where my head's at, where my head space is at, where my right, people's head space at, the conversations I'm having in my household, bro. What you bringing up is that is is the last of my worries right now. Like, just the last of my worries. It's like. Until until our situation is better, or I felt like I've done something to help the situation in a way, or stuff like not necessarily dies down, but you know what I'm saying I feel like I'm in a comfortable place. Like that's always gonna be mine. Or until until I see some type of convictions for the people that are committing crimes, and so like, all right, maybe what we're doing is making a difference now. Because at the end of the day, that's why we're pushing so hard because we want to see things change. Mm-hmm. So it's like like I said earlier, until George Floyd's murderers get the convictions they deserve ain't no rest yeah. until until Brianna Taylor until Brianna Taylor's murderers get the convictions and she gets the justice deserve, can't be no rest not saying not saying not saying business and stuff like that won't go back to usual but when when things slowly slow down because they will slow down since human nature things are going to slow down rile bug up that type of thing you can't forget the progress that we've made you can't you can't just let stuff go by the wayside. I think, oh, everything is good. It's like, nah. Yeah, it's not good, right? You now. got you got to continue the conversation. Yeah, we do. And you have to have those hard conversations and not be afraid to have those hard conversations. And and if your friends are your friends or your acquaintances are your acquaintances, they should be willing to listen to what you have to say. All you have to do is listen. Yeah. And that's what I try to tell people. All you have to do is listen. And keep an open mind, though. But yeah. you got to keep an open mind. You can't just have somebody talking to you and... Have them give you their their. You gotta you gotta be willing to to think about it in a different light. Um, I had a conversation with with a with a white kid for about five six days. Me and him were just going back and forth, you know, talking, and he was asking me questions, and I was I was breaking it down for him, like giving him like the real talk, and he was just like, I had no I had no fucking idea. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but he's like, bro, I can never relate to you. I'm like, I know this 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 is what we're trying to tell y'all. You can't. Yep. And me, me, and you could be best buddies. You still won't be able to relate. You could be, you could be next to me when all that stuff happens and never relate to it. Right, bro. You can like, see, you can see firsthand all the stuff I go through. You still won't ever fully no, understand. You, you could, you may, you may remember that experience that you saw, but you won't understand that just because that you saw that one experience doesn't mean it's gonna end. It's gonna man. continuously happen, bro. Yeah, and, man. and it's like the other day, I got home from work last week, bro. I don't know. I was just feeling my heart was like real heavy. I had a, it was a lot of bad stuff on, on my spirit, right? And I went into my parents' room when I got home from work, bro. And I cried for like a good 30, 45 minutes, bro. Because I was scared. How dumb does it sound that I'm afraid to, to get in my car and drive to work? Yep. How dumb does that sound, bro? Yeah. People can't relate to that, bro. You'll never be able to understand what that feels like. Period. And then that's why you see people like myself and others get so emotional and get so 
my, my voice gets raised and, and I get a little bit jittery because I'm passionate about this, obviously. And it touches me a certain way. And when I'm talking to you, I want you to almost be feeling what, what, what I'm saying. I want you to feel it, bro. I want you to feel it. I want, I you, almost, to feel I want it you to feel so it. So that you understand. So you understand what I want you to feel it, bro. In, 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 in your whole body, I want you to feel what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And it's tough. It's tough, man. It's been a rough week, bro. It's been a rough week. And not not, not only that, but during this whole time, you still got to think it's still COVID out there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like COVID is out there. You you got fuck military personnel moving in on all these cities. It's just like, what the fuck kind of world are we living in right now? It's just crazy. Like, I couldn't even do some work the last few days. Like, I was at a point where I was like, I don't want to look at my laptop. I, yeah. I got stuff I got to do for some people I'm doing, like, um, branding stuff for. It's like, it's like, there's a point I just, my laptop, I'm just laying in the dark, it's hard bro. hard to stay focused, bro. It's hard to stay focused. It's not even necessarily just looking at social media. It's just like, I just, my, my mental, yeah, just bro. thinking about everything was drained, bro. Yeah, drained man. from me, bro. Drained. Like, yeah. just tired. I've, I've tried to figure out different ways to get my mind off stuff, but it just didn't work. And that's another thing. Being tired of shit. Why you think niggas is going out in the street burning shit up again to get back to it? Motherfuckers is tired, bro. T- t- tired of trying to be peaceful with y'all. Tired of it. Tired. I'm. I, all I gotta say is like I'm. I'm completely fed up, bro. Yeah, man. And what do you think about? Because you know me, I don't put too much value in celebrity, bro. But what do you think about celebrities that you think are for the people? Black. I'll, I'll, Cause I, don't, I really don't want to tear down black, but we gotta have a we gotta have this conversation. Okay. Black celebrities, maybe that you feel as though they have a big platform, but they aren't using it, or not speaking up, or not doing the things they're supposed to, or or have an opinion that doesn't doesn't um align with the the progress of improving our community. Like, what about them? What do you mean? Because. So I mean, so so my thing is, is that like like I said to you so before, so so there's been so there's been some people saying oh because of y'all I lost business I lost bread I oh, lost really? yeah there's been a lot of a lot of people like oh there's been somebody oh this isn't the right let's like because they don't want to lose their dollar what's the right way then I don't like, I don't like that response bro that's what I'm like saying that. I understand you know what first and foremost it's fucked up for anybody that's out there that gets their business looted especially if you're a small yeah. business that's messed up right. But if you're a black person in the black community and you see that going on, you ought to really understand why it's going on. You ought to understand. Not saying that it's right because it's not right. It's It's not not right. right. It's not right. But you ought to at least understand why it's being done, even though it it directly affects you and your business and your money. I get it. That's fucked up. I don't even know. I don't even know how I would deal with that situation. But you ought to at least understand why it's going on. So this is the scenario I'll give you. I don't know if you know who Virgil Abloh is. Yeah. You know who Virgil is? I've seen this okay. everywhere. Okay, so yeah. you know you're familiar with the situation. Yeah. So the situation of people that are listening that don't understand what's going on. Virgil is quote unquote one of the most high profile like creative directors for Louis Vuitton, that type of thing. Off white founder. Um he was quote unquote Kanye West's apprentice when he's mm-hmm. coming up, that type of thing. So when all this started arising and the situations really started to get crazy, he's a person from Chicago. And, you know, Chicago, when stuff goes down, like, they really about what they say. Like, people in the city of Chicago, like, you feel me? They go to oh, the yeah. furthest extent. Oh, yeah. And 
So like businesses were someone like the street because he's big in the, he's one of the big like pioneers of streetwear, whatever it may be. Um, businesses were getting looted like any other city, and the first thing he came out to was like this is he, the first thing he alluded to on speaking about this situation was how mad he was about the looting and rioting and not about the injustice, and then and then made an ignorant move by posting his fifty dollar donation. Yeah, bro. On on social media, not a good look, bro. Not a good. That's look. what I mean by. Celebrity, yeah, that's taking up. the dollar over over the over the community. You ought to be ashamed of yourself for that, bro. And the thing is, I get so mad is because the people that support you are the black out there com- in the street doing it. The black community, yeah. bro. The people that buy your products, your your overpriced stuff. Yeah, and I'm gonna call it overpriced now because of fifty dollars. You know I'm saying like whatever it may be, whether that's all you donated or you matching people, whatever it may be the way it was perceived when you put it out was all right. Like here, now be quiet. That type yeah, of thing. That's bro. the vibe everybody got. Yeah. And you got to think about what you do before you put it out there. So you can't get mad at people reacting of what you, the way you respond to something. If you didn't think first of how you came off real selfish. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I mean by it. Like I wasn't necessarily talking about the, the the business owners within the community. It's just like the people that are up there that have the status and the platform to speak on what's right and what's wrong, not doing so. That's very selfish. I don't like that at all. That's. I only had no words for the bull Virgil, man, especially coming from where you came from. You ought to be more humble than that, bro. Mm. You ought to be way more humble than that. Even people like Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody don't asked me you start, a question. Don't get me started. Go ahead. Continue. continue I'm just saying. No, like, no, 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 no. Because you said. Explain the Drew Brees situation, though. Well, you well you said with the Virgil thing, this was the first thing he said about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Drew Brees, famous quarterback for the, for, for the Saints, Chargers, the whole nine yards. Louisiana, New Orleans, the South. He in the mix down there. He's he's in a city full of black people. Yep. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And um, so so he was asked about the uh, the protesting thing. The first thing he says was nothing about George Floyd. Nothing was that I don't like. Pretty much denouncing what Kaepernick did yep. for the flag. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you saw his teammates come out and be against him. You saw. Uh, hundreds of professional athletes come out. LeBron James, Malcolm yeah, Jenkins, um, a whole bunch of people. Like you said, Malcolm Jenkins was in tears, bro. He was in tears. When he said, "I did respect you," or he was I used in, to respect you. I was he like, was Dang. in tears because what he was trying to say to Drew Brees because Drew Brees has said, "My grandfather's fought for this country." So did ours. <laughs> Facts. So did ours. And when they came back, life was still hard for them. It wasn't. It, they didn't come back to medals and parades and stuff like that. My mom talks about my uncle that whole time. He 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 fought in the Vietnam War and came back and to nothing, nothing to nothing. Thank you. So our grandfathers fought in those wars too. So what are you saying? You know what I mean? To see some a guy like Malcolm Jenkins like literally be moved to tears. I know he wasn't the only one that it probably hit him like that. A lot of you I, know. I think I feel like there's a lot of unrest and and confusion. When it came to the comments that Drew Brees made, and Shannon Sharp went in on him, bro. Yeah, he did, and so did uh, my boy Stephen A. And it's like because when you see Drew Brees on TV, you always see him dapping up black players, you know, showing love. So that's why they like was you just doing it to make yourself look good on the field. And that's the thing that people. I think that's why people were so disappointed. It's like Drew Brees, you were, you you were in a city, New Orleans. After Katrina, yeah. you 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 spent your bread or whatever to um donate to help build the city up. And the the people, the black people of the city, predominantly black city, yeah, lifted you up. Like they said, they said this in a few interviews. 
Meiji was a quote unquote cultural icon. Yeah, they did. Bro. And I'm quoting one of the interview, I forget the guy's name. I'm quoting one of the guys that said, had his interview. He said this, but he said Meiji was a cultural icon. And then for you to come out and say someone who's in you're in a city like that, and for you to come out and make be so ignorant to what the situation all is all about when it comes to the kneeling and the pro that type of thing, it's like, bro. Yeah. You think about a city like New Orleans, right? Full of black full of black people, right? To put a guy like Drew Brees, a white man, a white man, to take him and put him on his pedestal. Drew Brees is New Orleans, mm. right? He is New Orleans. When you, when you think the Saints, you, think Drew Brees. you only think Drew Brees. That's the first player that comes to your mind. To 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 see him say what he said, I know that so many people in that city are probably just crushed, just crushed because he thought he was different. He's a spokesperson for for that entire area, that South, that New Orleans, Louisiana. He's a spokesman for them, bro. And they're like, damn, so this is how you you feel like you need to represent us? And we built you up? Mm-hmm. Because remember, when you when you came here, nobody else wanted you. Nope. You know what I mean? Nobody else wanted you. You came to the worst team in the league, bro, when he came. He, they were the worst team in the league. And they built you up, and they and they took you in as and made you one of their own. And that's how, that's the first thing you say when you're asked a question? Come on, dude. And then... And you can say that apology, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. You, you ought to be. It's like, yo, you ought to be more self-aware than that, dude. You ought to be more self-aware than that. You should know better. You should know better. But now it's like, so that's how you truly feel, bro. Don't try to recant what you said now because you get heat. Exactly. It's already clear how you feel, bro. So, so whatever you say now is redundant. Save it. And it's becoming a, a repetitive thing. You've seen these these quote unquote superstars. Who who people put on pedestals? Yep. So their true feelings. Yep. You can even go back to 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 Jake Fromm, who that just came out about him talking about how guns they should raise the prices of guns and ammunitions for only elite white people. Think about that statement, bro. Only elite white people. So that's that's your mindset. You're an elite white person. You're the only people that should have that privilege. You should only have that privilege, bro. And when you hear these things, bro, that's not the first time Jake Fromm has said something like that, bro. Nope. Or Drew Brees. It's not their first time saying things like this. This is how they've always felt. So it's a shock, but it's not a shock. And then think about this. Think about this because people talk about, oh, when to go back, we're going to keep bringing up Cap, bro. We're going to keep bringing up Cap. They say, oh, Cap's disrupting the workplace, this and this and this. He needs to be fired, whatever it be. Don't you think what Drew Brees said disrupts the yes. workplace? Yes, because when that came out, you think what Jake Fromm did doesn't disrupt the world? But now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to these people, make sure fix their fix their ideologies, their thought processes, yeah. and, and and make and make sure we can move on from here and make make it a, a, a good. But nah, when yeah, when, bro. When, when Cap does it, it's a problem. Because I literally thought last night when the Drew Brees thing came out, yo, they're gonna have to cut him. I thought the same thing. They're gonna have to cut him because he's gonna cause too many problems in the locker room. There's gonna be too many problems on the team. You know, now 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 you're talking about teammates. That don't want to play with you. Yep. You're talking about offensive line. They might not want to block for you. You don't know. So I'm, I was thinking, yo, this dude because Michael Thomas, just Michael, his Thomas career. Michael Thomas came out and said something. Um, I think Alvin Kamara followed him on social media, yeah, that bro. type of thing. It's like, bro, and you supposed to be the leader of a of a franchise, bro. And that just shows you where the NFL really stands when it comes to. Oh, yeah. I mean, we knew this already when it came to the NFL how racist they were, yeah. but. That's that's Vic Vangio last week said there's no racism in the NFL. People are ridiculous if they think that. It's People like, are ridiculous what? if you think that. That's 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 what I try to say, bro. 
And people, and, and then, and then you're gonna have the people say, "Well, the NFL is racist." I've heard people say, "Why are you gonna cry? Go play for them." Because some—that's the only way some people have yeah, to get is. out. It is. It's bro. the only means of making bread for some people, and it's the—it's the if you're if you're if you're a person, no matter what, that doesn't that comes from a poverty area, and your talents and abilities can take you somewhere you can make millions of dollars. Of course, you're gonna take that you're route, bro. Do it no matter Whenever, what, no matter what, because that's the opportunity for you to better your family and 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 change change the the um the process in which your family tree is in the future. You feel yep. me? And so you can't say somebody tell somebody just to oh not think not think about it. But if you're in a workplace like that, the the organization should match. Match the beliefs of the people and employees that are in that are working for you. Yep. Because you got to think about it like the turmoil that could cause. Like, I mean, you could go to be like, "Yo, Sean Payton, this is the guy you want to be our quarterback. This is who you want to be the leader of our team." I can go to ownership, like, "Yo, so this is who y'all want to be our leader. This got to think. This is who y'all want to be our leader." Okay, I'm not playing. I'm not playing this game. (laughs) I'm not playing. You know what I? What I wouldn't be surprised if some of the play like what if some of the players boycotted like the game some of the games I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. Bro. Paycheck and all, bro. I can see it. Paycheck like, and all, bro. I can see it. Like, no, okay, you can. We're not playing today. We're not playing this Sunday. Like, oh, he's, he's, he's still on the team. We're not playing next Sunday. We're not Sunday playing until he's not on the team no more. So y'all go handle that that guy, however y'all see fit. But we're going to move accordingly to how y'all handle. Like, because because think about it, guys, guys like Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. My, Malcolm Jenkins, they can afford to sit out, bro. If they of want course. to sit out, they've been in, they've they've done their 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 bread is there. You feel me? Michael Thomas just signed for a hundred million dollars. So it's like, speaking of quarterbacks, though, let's talk about Dak and what he did. What are your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, what did Dak do? Because I'm not really too hip. So Cowboys. So, so we're just, I'm just gonna put it in perspective for everybody, just just so they can have their own thoughts when it comes to the situation. So. Everybody, everybody that follows the NFL knows Dak's like in a battle right now to get. He's trying to get what he quote unquote thinks he's worth, and it's he's trying to get a high paid. What do you, in my opinion, Dak, you haven't proven yourself to get the bread you're asking yeah, he's for. He's trying to become the highest how, paid. How, in the how, how much? He's, you, he's asking for one seventy five. Yeah, he's trying to ask for one seventy five. And Dak, you haven't won games enough to be a one seventy earn one hundred seventy five mil. Yeah, bro. So he's doing that. He's in a battle. Um, Jerry Jones offered him a certain amount. It was still a lot of bread that Jerry Jones offered him. He offered him five years, 175. Yeah. Dak but said no. Dak said no. He wants, you feel me? Which is laughable. Yeah. For for the stuff that he done or hasn't done. And then <laughs> recently as late, instead of like donating to, to like a cause that helps, uh, I guess like black foundations or black community, that type of thing. He do- donated bread to, I guess, police, better, Better training for police, which is needed. It, no, it's needed. Which is needed. No, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying I'm just not right now. I'm just I'm just saying like yeah. Better better training for police. It's like bro, can't tell nobody what to do. They money you can't tell nobody what to do. Foremost. But your money, but it's just like that's I don't know. I just don't know how I thought you, about it. You the wrong way. It just rubbed me the wrong way, bro. It. It's like it. It just feels like it's a, it's a chess move for him to get bread that to he wants from money. yeah. Like I don't know some of the stuff I just don't, but I can't fault him for it because that's something that's needed. Right. But it's just like the way he, I don't know the pers- timing, pers- is, the timing weird. is just weird, yeah. bro. Like I don't know if you really like why didn't you do that before? Right, <laughs> right. It just so right. happen. It just so happens that you're in a contract negotiation with your with your owner who's obviously a racist very, person. Who's very very red. Yeah, he's very very red. Very. He's from Arkansas, so, so he's like. He he has those South, Southern ideologies to a T. Yeah, and you know, he, he, even when it comes to a guy like Jerry Jones, people say you know he loves the guys that come to play for him. 
You know, he loves them if they, if they can, you know, help him help him win. Not even win and bring you know? him bread. Yeah, but we, yeah, win. Yeah, but bring him bread. We don't know if he really loves them off the field. <laughs> you know, and I'll just leave it at that. But that just, stuff like that is just like, I don't know. It's just it's just a crazy time, man. It is, bro. It's a crazy time. And I just, I just want to say people that are out there fighting the good fight, out there peacefully protesting, doing their thing, and... Be safe, bro. Definitely, definitely be safe and, and, and watch your bodies, man. Watch your bodies. What I mean by that is like watch your surroundings. Keep your head on the swivel. Make yeah. sure, make sure your the protests you're going to are legitimate, not setups, that type of thing. Make sure the people that you're around are safe and aren't doing crazy things that'll put you in jeopardy or the people around you in jeopardy. Because the climate of the situation that's going on is something that we haven't seen before. In terms of people are on edge about everything. Cops, cops are more trigger happy than ever. Yeah. Um. The people around you that aren't really, for, that are in, that are infiltrating protests and stuff like that, are, that are trying to make peaceful protests not peaceful, are, are are out there and believe that. So just make make sure if you're doing something, you're you're doing it with a purpose, and, and you're and you're being safe and not trying to put people in harm's way. And also, don't don't knock people for not being out there protesting, because there's other ways that you can that you can help the cause. If you don't want to be somebody that's in the front lines because you just don't feel like that's your that's your position and you're not good at that, yeah. don't feel ashamed. There's other ways you can help the cause. You can you can donate money. You can bring awareness by by signing a petition, sending emails to different law enforcement, um, using your bread to get things pushed in your community, going out and voting in, 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 yeah. in, your, in your community to, to, to see that change that you want. There's ways to help. You can be vocal, be vocal at town halls, that type of thing, to, to show that that what's going on isn't right. So don't don't feel ashamed if your way is not maybe the way other people think you should be doing it. But I will say is just because you're, you're posting stuff on social media, I just don't want it to be a social media thing for for an aesthetic either. Mm-hmm. I want it to be, yeah, you're posting to show awareness, but you're actually putting action behind it. Right. That's the biggest thing. Right. Like when it came to the black square thing, though, there's nothing wrong with doing that and 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 for that cause but don't let that be the end of it yeah cause that's just that's just the link on the chain really you know when it comes down to it cause we still got a long fight ahead of us essentially long one you know that one that we've already been fighting for hundreds of years already so it's time for everybody to anchor in and you know let's all do this together is, is the biggest part let's all do it together because like I, like I said in the very beginning we're all trying to make better lives for all of us, and that's that's all it comes down to. And, and that's a fact. And that's all it comes down to is that we just want a better life for ourselves. That's all it comes down to. Every, whatever is going on, the looting, the the protesting, the things burning up, people fighting everywhere, the politics, it all comes down to black people in America wanting better lives for themselves. Yep. That's all it comes down to. That's all. And if and if you think like I said like I said prior to if you think that all lives matter and all that stuff and that's your rebuttal to everything, then you shouldn't have any problem with 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 people fighting for their rights. Yep. But at the end of the day, like people have been saying over and over again, all lives can't can't matter until our lives matter. Yeah. And that's a fact of the matter, bro. That's a fact of the matter. And I want to say also, if you want to donate to help relief of relief funding for small black businesses. Go to my Instagram page at, at MBT Mills and click the link in my bio. There's a form for all small black business owners who need relief funding, whether it be for trying to pay for rent, food, whatever it may be. 
in my bios. Fill out the form. Please fill out the form. And then also there's another link for donations. If you're not a black business owner, but you want to help out the people that may be in need, um, donate as much as you can, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it may be. And if you can't donate, you don't have the means to donate, please share it. That's all I ask. Yeah. Cause at this moment in time, we all we got as as word the word the Ish Williams, bro. We all we got in this situation, bro. So I just want to spread. We just want to continue to spread love through through the airways, man. As you guys continue to listen, you could you could hear the frustration in our voices, and it's just like we're just tired of it, man. Yeah, man, we are tired of having this conversation, bro. I mean, yeah. Out of almost thirty podcasts that we've had, I will say we probably talked about this on ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what and I'm it's saying? It's crazy how, you know how what I mean? it's it's not it's not like we try to, but right. it's it's the type of podcast we have of trying to keep up with the current events and, right. and talking about giving our giving our thoughts on on the perspectives that we have on everything. It's like you can if if you if you think this is repetitive, bro, it is. It's repetitive for us. Yeah, I mean we I mean growing up in in, in a black household, you talk about these things all the time. Mm. All the time because it's a reality that you face every single day, you know. But I remember story real quick. Just you know, my father just telling me things like, "I can't make no mistakes at work." You know, I can't. They waiting to replace me with somebody else. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? As a black man, I gotta be on. I got. I gotta be on a hundred all the time. You gotta the, the the line that always sticks with me. My parents have told me. You gotta work twice as hard to get twice half half the opportunities in in, yeah. in life, bro. And that's it's yeah. a, it's a sad reality, but it's the reality at the end of the day. So we just we just wanna leave leave y'all with that. Um, like I said, peace, love through the airways, man. It's episode twenty eight of Face of the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. We out of here.